right. to dub this episode the episode where Scott's suspicions were confirmed. Yes. yes. From all along. <laughs> From all along and always. So full spoilers for everything in the show up through episode four of season two and uh, no book spoilers for this episode. Mm. But if you want to check out the book spoilers... I am collaborating with Aaron from the Isn't It Neat pod, and we're doing a Dark Friend social for all of those evil, evil spoilers. So keep an eye out for that. That'll post probably around, I don't know, some t- if yeah, it's not already out, then soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so keep your eyes open for that. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be very you directed, Scott, because I once again, yeah. I don't have a ton of non spoilery. Uh, so are you well okay I guess I have some overall I have some overall thoughts before we dig into the, to everything yeah. but um you're overall happy with the episode did you like it in general So here's my like <laughs> dude I am and I'm not like I was 50/50 on this episode like so I loved certain parts of this episode and then other parts I'm like come on dude like Jesus Christ can we hurry the fuck up Yeah pacing was interesting in this one Yeah I'm like Oh, God damn it. Um, I do just want to say that the very first word of this episode literally is land fear. So you're welcome for that, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) For me calling that shit last week. That was, yeah. Yay, land fear. Yeah. She was, that was exciting. The reveal was good. This was, it reminds me of episode four of season one in that we got the big reveal about Nynaeve being able to channel like episode four of season one was kind of a Mm -hmm. big episode. Right. So this kind of did the same thing. It like, actually it, it parallels it in a lot of ways. Right. Because it, it does a lot of really effective exposition, which the fourth episode of season one also did because it's where we meet. Alana and a lot of the other Aes Sedai in that in the camp, right? Um, and Leandrin properly. And then it has kind of a big reveal at the end. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of, that feels like about par for where we're at right now with this episode. So that was cool. But yeah, the pacing was interesting. We see a little bit of everybody, a lot of Lan and Moraine stuff, some some slow turning of wheels on the Supergirls. Yep. Yeah, which for the uninitiated is is Elaine, Nynaeve, and Egwene as a as yeah. a unit are referred to as the Supergirls, and the Lan and Moraine stuff definitely has me guessing. There's that's where the most changes are. So we talk about that a lot in the Dark Friend Social this week, and like that, I'm enjoying that plot line because it's keeping me guessing. But I can see how it might feel a little bit like it's dragging for you. It just. Dude, my first actual note besides fucking called it, like literally in all caps, my first note is fucking called it. Um, my first note is genuinely Moraine is seriously becoming my like least favorite character. Really? I, I honestly think it's because we're not getting anything until after she's already done something. Like there's I'm not like it's hard to follow because all of every single time she does something, it's like you got to wait for the reveal to find out what she's doing. And then like sometimes it pays off and then sometimes it doesn't. And I'm like, cool, that's so rad. She went to go see Loghain and she purposely set it up so that Rand would be around Loghain and she knew that Loghain was teaching Rand and all this stuff. And like, damn, how bad is it to be gentled? Because this man is like excited about the side of a knife. Like, but at the same time, it's like. Keep me a little bit more informed please because like i don't know what's ha- i don't like the mystery aspect when there's more mystery than payoff interesting i, I that's an interesting take because i i like it because i think 
I'm hoping that there's going to be more reveals of like stuff that Moraine like isn't telling us that. that no, and I'm sure there will through. be, but just like right now, I'm annoyed. Yeah, like it's right now, bit, it's a little bit tough to. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I like all the subterfuge, and I'm looking forward to like. I think this could be setting up some cool reveals around like what does she know, what does she not know, what are her mm. plans, what is she doing. Like, I think it's gonna be get some good payoff. But that's valid. Like, I definitely hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, and then, so we have that kind of like, we'll talk about the Moraine stuff. And because I, I like what it's doing for her character, that it's a little bit slower. It's like, okay, but let's like, as much as we don't know necessarily what her plans are, we are hearing a lot about like, where she comes from and who she is, yeah. and like some more information about her background. So I'm into that. But Along with that, we have all the Supergirls like moving towards trying to leave the tower. So we're moving things right along. And I think now that we have all this set up and like some really, truly turn it up to 11 exposition that has just been Mm -hmm. done so well. I think now things are going to really take off through the rest of the season. Like, I think all the setup is done. The the, all the pieces are in place at this point for us to come towards the big the big stuff that's going to happen this season and good. Cause we're halfway through, which is disappointing. Well, yeah. I mean, we're fucking like, we're almost done. Like at this point, like we, have four we shouldn't left. be setting stuff up anymore. We should be paying off the setups at this point, but it's the weird way that Amazon does it right. Where you put yeah. three episodes out at once. They have their own little, almost mini arc. And then it's almost like starting again with episode four. So by episode five, yeah, I think we're going to be, I think things are moving. I mean, with those, with the girls leaving the tower, which that takes us into tower happenings into the next section. So with the girls leaving the tower, that puts things in motion that where it's going to start to get, there's going to be a lot more action through the end of the season, for sure. Like you're not going to be disappointed. There's a shitload of stuff that's about to go down that you have no idea about, which is awesome. Like stuff you actually don't know about. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, because you are, you have spoiled yourself on some stuff, I think. Like, I've spoiled my stuff on things that matter, like to the Forsaken, but not like other people. Yeah. Like, that's why I feel like you're able to, like, call Lanfear. Like, you know who Lanfear is because you've, like, looked up who the Forsaken are. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I didn't know she, I didn't know she was her. I just knew she was, like, the scare, like, one of the ones that they were like, fuck. But even to know to like look out for her, like she's only like well, yeah. the show. No, there's stuff that's coming up now in this season that you do not know is going to happen, and you're going to lose Good. it. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited for you. So let's talk about tower happenings. I've grouped everything in the t- mostly we do this by character, but I've grouped everybody into location on the tower because there's just a lot happening and it's all intertwined. So tower happenings. What do you think about, like, is it all making sense to you with Nynaeve becoming an accepted? She has a new dress. She has a new room. Yeah. So all of that tracked. Um, I do. I don't know if this is intentional or if this is a thing in the book or this is just something that they were like, she's like newly accepted. But the little weave thing on her wrist, that's a rainbow because she hasn't picked an Aja yet. I thought that was really cool. Because I've never seen any other accepted with that thing or whatever. So I was like, that's pretty sick. They show it with the accepted who is the uh, training with the yellows when Leandrin shows Nynaeve. Oh, right. Right, right, right. She has that dress on. But yes, it is very cool. And it's book accurate. Uh, I think in the books, it's a belt. 
uh, or I can't remember, but it's, but in any case, um, they do have like the white, the white dress that shows all of the Aja colors because they're at this point, they're like specializing. Right. right? Um, so they're, they're learning about all the Ajas and deciding where they want to go. And this can last a really, really long time. And something they haven't touched on yet is like how long you typically will spend as a novice. And then isn't accepted. Like it can take. Yeah. They haven't talked about that. Like at all. Like how long is it technically supposed to take? It's different for everybody for when they say like, you're ready to take the test, but Mm. decades in some cases on either side, like they, and they say to naive, like, Oh, you have years and years to decide what Aja you want to be in. And you're going to study forever. Like it can be, it can be a really long time or some women do it really fast. And it depends uh, on how much potential you have, how good you are at, using the power and all that yeah. stuff, how, how powerful you are. So, but yeah, Nynaeve has all this fancy new shit and she's very reluctant about it. She's very like not wanting fully to step into this role, which is on par with everything that we've seen from her so far. And then she's still like really grieving and struggling with everything that happened to her in the arches. So that was another thing that I didn't really, um, I didn't really care for this episode. No one, we don't see anyone's reaction to that. We don't, we don't see, uh, what's her name? The mistress of novices. We don't, we don't see them like, holy fuck. She channeled in the arches. That's crazy. We just get one conversation between another warder in training. And he's like, dude, you're the one that did that. That's crazy. Just don't become red. LOL. Bye. And then Leandrin's like in the shadows. You're right that we yeah. don't see Shiriam in this episode, but we do for get- it being such a big deal for them to talk about. And then them not show anyone react to it kind of was like a letdown. For me, I guess a little bit. We kind of haven't seen that many Aes Sedai, to be fair. Well, that's also very Sedai in the tower. (laughs) So it's kind of it's interesting how they're doing it without Aes Sedai. We touched on that in the Dark Friend social as well. Like, I like that they're able to do so much exposition with just this one sort of order and training of like all the Ajas will be trying to get you and you know pick me. He's like a like wants her to choose him as her warder when she's ready and all this stuff. So like. It, you get the impression that everybody knows about it and you get that impression from Egwene too of like everyone's so enamored and so impressed with her but you're right that we don't have all that many eyes to die floating around even in the background so I you're you're not wrong about that it is a little bit like where are all the eyes to die but also where are all the eyes to die because there's just not actually that many of them and a lot of them are outside of the tower and things like that so uh, that's fair enough to point out on that one also, like another question I had, and I think this, I can't remember, I never remember her name. Uh, the girl that was also at the, I almost said judgment, the arches accepted test. Um, yeah, why am I supposed to know where Amerlin is? No. So, okay. okay, so Liane is the keeper of the Chronicles. And they call her, in this she calls her just the keeper. And she mm. is basically Swan's, like, right-hand person. Right. Um, as the, and Swan's the Amerlin. And so she's, like, they say in the episode, to speak that to the Amerlin is to speak to me. She's a little bit like the Metatron. Or, sorry, to speak right, to me is to speak to, to the Amerlin. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. That's, the Metatron was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, she's like the hand of the king. The Metatron, like like that type of thing. So she's she's like in cahoots with Swan and they're normally together. And we all we know at this point is that Swan's not in the tower right now. And we don't know where she is. I don't know where she is. 
Uh, she's just not there. But Leanne, Liana is, and um, I've been saying it a hundred different ways. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the audiobook does too, though. I'm like, whatever. I was, uh, whatever you're feeling today. <laughs> whatever. But she looks great. And I, she is an important character. Like without doubt, like we're excited mm-hmm. to be seeing her. So she's she's a big deal. She's gonna be around. So I like that they are putting her into things like the accepted test, where like it's kind of like in a, like in book terms, it's like uh, yeah, okay. Like I, I'm like whatever. We need to we need to know who she is. So the more that yeah. we can see her around, the better because she's gonna be important and she's gonna be in it for for a while. Get used right. to hanging out with her. So um. That's what she's doing, but I like how they have this, like, Leandrin goes in there pissed, where she says it's... Um, There's an attack on the West, and we're doing nothing about it. Yeah, why aren't you doing anything? And she's super mad about this, and then and she tells her, if, you, if Swan falls, you fall with her. Yeah. And kind of threatening her. So some interesting sort of Game of Thronesy political threats happening, um... In like impl- implying that Swan could be like deposed as Omerlin, like that. So that's like interesting stuff to put out there. I think until Men's Nightmare, uh, Leandrin was easily my favorite character in the show. And like, now easily. Min is and or no, and now I'm like Shamael is. No, Shamael's always been like one. Of them. He was, the dude's awesome. I just love listening to him talk because he's always calm when he talks to people. Um. And he always talks from a position of power. Like he's never on his heel. Like I just, I love listening to him talk, but no, like men's single sentence of Leandrin didn't tell me that you were. And that immediately I was like, Oh, Leandrin's a dark friend. She's a fucking dark friend, dude. There's no way that Ishamayel would be there if she wasn't. Yep. I, for sure. Like she's, she's working with Ishamayel. That definitely makes her a bad guy. She is for sure a dark friend. And then uh-huh. she just attacks them at the end, which I do like that. St- oh, God, never mind. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I was going to talk about her conversation with Nynaeve, but oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't, again, I don't know if she had a kid in the book, but this was such an awesome, like, this is why I'm the way that I am. And it explains why I don't want people to get close. And this is why like, you have to find something that's just yours Mm -hmm. and like, hold on to it. And I'm like, that's actually like legitimately good advice because again, this is such a fucking parallel to the Jedi that like, that's all this is like, you can't be an individual in an organization like that. So you have to find a way to make yourself in your head, an individual person. Because yeah. you wear red robes and she wears red robes and they're brown and brown and green and red and whatever. And it's it. I feel like it would become and I think that's another really cool thing I like about that is that they're allowed to leave the tower whenever they want. So they don't just become bogged down with like procedure and we're all eyes to die and we're all like none of us are different kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, they definitely all have their own flair and stuff like that. But they're very like the Jedi, especially with like. You're not supposed to have relationships like you're not supposed yeah. to have that son. You're not supposed to have like all of all of that is is very Jedi. And also like the way you have to like, like be calm and not angry and you can't yeah. be angry to access the source. And Leandrin's like, yeah, trust that you can like you. Yeah. So, yeah, she's 
She's for sure a bad guy. Things that she's done that are incongruous with being an Aes Sedai. Are you picking up on these things? Telling her half-truths and like Aes Sedai truths and stuff? Yeah. So she says what may be a half-truth or what may just be a lie in that in the first episode or the second episode when she says that there's no mention of Matt in the letters. It's a very sort of dubious, like, I can't yeah. tell whether that's a lie or not. I think it's she were and we kind of talked about it, but I think it's because she said no mention because I didn't mention it. I think right. that's how she's getting around it. So that one's out there with some some plausible deniability. The other oath violation that's out there with, I guess, some plausible deniability is using the power as a weapon. Not supposed to be able to do that. She slams all of them up against the oh, wall. Oh, she throws them all them against the wall. Yeah. Like with the intention of knocking them out, right? So that's that's kind of dubious in my mind as yeah. far as the oaths go. So yeah, but she's definitely a bad guy and, and she is she seems sorry to do whatever she's about to do. I don't know. Like a part of it she kind of does, but she also looks at them cold and she's just like you're a complication and th- throws she them says, all. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm doing, yeah. She says, sorry, she's like, I am truly to- sorry for this. Yeah. Yeah. And she mm. says, you're a complication to Elaine. The reason for that being Elaine is the daughter heir of Andor and will absolutely Not supposed to be there. Yeah. Well, they're going to notice that she's missing. Like it's, it causes a lot more problems than it solves to have Elaine disappear. Like that yeah. would not have been part of uh, Leandrin's plan. So now she has to like deal with that. And, I um, will leave it up to you, like guesses as to as to what's going on, because all we know is that Leandrin had told Nynaeve to go after Perrin and Loyal, who were in Tom and Head, right? So, or in Falm, they're in Falm, which is. Can I put a a theory out there about what this is going to lead to? Yes, I think. That Leandrin went to Leanna, uh, uh, Leanne E, whatever the fuck her name is. Leonie. Leonie, whatever. Um, to find out what actually has been happening on the West Coast and how many Aes Sedai are out there and who's been sent out there so that she knows what to expect when she brings the girls there to give them to the Sanchen. I think that's her whole plan. Oh, shit. All right. Because... I, again, everything, all the context that I've been given about the Sean Chen is that they are not nice people and it's not a good thing to be part of them. And if you want somebody to disappear, give them over to a country you didn't even know existed. Like that's fucking, that's gotta be where this is heading, especially because if she knew what was going on and she truly is sorry for what happened, like it just, it fits like that. She's like, okay, I need to know who's out there and what obstacles I'm going to face when I get these girls to the West coast. Okay, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that logic. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. We uh, are going to find out. Did you see the trailer out. for next week? I did, but I don't really remember too much about it. It's yeah. mostly them like running from land fear and her using the power as a whip on a horse. And I was like, that's fucking cool. You see a very quick shot. Mm. They're also opening some box in Shanchen. The Shanchen dudes. And they're like, we could use this to rule the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and um i think i well i'm not i'm not certain 
I have some, I have thoughts on what that is. And it was the thing that I think it is. I'm going to fall over dead, but uh, <laughs> they have a quick shot in the trailer of Leandrin and the girls in the ways. Oh yeah. Okay. So I did see the ways. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the ways are coming. Back. I didn't know that was them. I because I, I was like kind of far from my TV, so I couldn't make out who it was. But yeah, it shows them. Okay, cool, 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 so cool, that's, cool, very cool. That's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she she's a bad guy. Leandrin's definitely a dark friend, and I'm sure more to learn on this soon. But I'm excited for this reveal because I wasn't sure what they oh, were doing they, here if she was so a dark she, friend or not. Okay. Um, so it's good that uh, that this is revealed. I'm very excited. Um, but she's very cool. She's super complex. And mm-hmm. I like everything that's happening with Leandrin. I'm really surprised how much I like Leandrin and yeah. how integral she's becoming and all the stuff that she's doing. So they're using her super, super well. And I think I think she's really interesting. And I'm curious to see what does happen when they get out there. And what she what she does and yeah because I really yeah. do, I'm really like okay I don't know <laughs> um okay so I'm excited about that uh, what do you think about Perrin are you happy for Perrin explanations Perrin was just a little like exposition that we got yeah he's like dude. I feel like Perrin is such an afterthought right now like he's just like oh right and then there's Perrin like and there's Perrin and Perrin's here too the only thing I did really like. And like, I'm sure I'm supposed to be excited that there's a wolf that's obsessed. That's like really good friends with him now. And his name's Hopper and whatever. That's, Hopper. That was really adorable. Okay. So this sounds like a Hedwig so thing. So happy that Hopper's here. We love oh Hopper. We okay, love Hopper. Good. Um, the only thing boy. I did like besides that was uh, uh, Elias reveals that he's the reason that they escaped the White Cloaks. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I did really like that. But I do, of all the things, of all the questions that people are asking throughout the show right now, the most valid question is, why the fuck did you wait so long? To like, what? To, to For Elias to, like, show himself and reveal himself to Perrin. And then for him to be like, dude, you knew there was an attack coming and you fucking didn't say anything to us. Yeah. I don't know about, I, I am interested to see how that relationship develops and, like, what he has to say for that. Because, yeah, that he knew that there was an attack coming like by the Sean Shen. Yeah. It might've like, been that he knew there was nothing they could do. Cause he did rescue Perrin. I, he might well, be, he did. Yeah. He might be, um, nervous to reveal himself around the Shinorans. And he does tell Perrin like, this isn't your pack. Yeah. Right. So maybe he didn't want to do anything while they were around. Cause notice that like Perrin's been rescued, but, um, what's his name? Hasn't, Loyal. Uh, yeah, loyal, but also what's the Shinaran that not Uno? Uh, oh, uh, Ingtar. it's not. Yeah. Ingtar's <clears throat> not with him. They just rescued parents. So it's kind of like maybe this is like maybe Elias isn't that great. Maybe it's like he is just like just planning to rescue Perrin and not here to help anybody yeah. else. And he just cares about Perrin because they're all wolf brothers. Right. But I like how they mm-hmm. explain that they're not werewolves. That was nice. Oh, my God, dude. I, <laughs> I clapped so fucking loud when he was like. 
no, don't be stupid. And I'm like, thanks. I won't be now that I have my answer. Yeah, thank you. Audience needs yeah. to be here. Are they all Wolf Brothers? Am I going to turn into one of them? Like, no, fuck off. Uh, what did you think about their language and the sendings? Is this all making better sense? I thought it was really cool. <clears throat> Honestly, I thought it was really cool. And again, I know that this story came way before it, but it reminded me of using your Patronus to send communications. Um, I didn't think about it that way. That's really yeah. neat. That's cool. I hadn't thought about that. That's like, that was exactly how I thought. Cause they're like, there goes that elk. And then it's like, oh shit. But like, they got the whole story from that thing. And then Perrin watches Hopper jump around like that. And I do like that Elias. It, I like his stoicness, but I also like that. He's like, his name's not Hopper, but that's close enough. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I did think that was really cool. And I, I want more of Perrin's story. Um, and honestly, at this point, I want less of Moraine and Lam because now Moraine, but I can't, I'm not going to have that because now Moraine is back with Rand. So. Which yeah. I'm in favor of, for the record, putting. Oh, and that's Moraine fine. Like together is a good thing. But I hear you. I This was a very Moraine and Lam heavy episode, which will be like, I think the next thing that we talk about. Uh, and it's it was a little slow for both of them. But I guess let's get get into them like it's for Moraine it's all about character development everything and everything in this is about family right uh, it's another Fast and the Furious episode of TV <laughs> so yeah. you know we have the Aes Sedai with like Nynaeve and Egwene and their their little family and we have Alana's mm. family and we have uh Celine talks about some of that stuff everybody's got their little the little family dynamics. Um, yeah. We get some of Min's family. We'll talk about that. That was sketch, dude. I yeah. That took me so long to figure out whether or not that was happening. Yeah. That was a cool scene. But, but oh, and Moraine's family, right? Moraine is the main one where we actually, yeah. oh, and, and Leandrin, right? But, like, we actually get to go see where Moraine came from and her younger sister, who's the mm-hmm. one of the older women who is at the dance in Karian with She was at the party, yeah. Yeah, so it's nice to tie that together. Um, and I like the Maureen character development and like filling in the backstory and the gaps. Like it's all super Maureen, how she like pushes people away. She disappears for decades. She's hyper focused on her purpose and her mission, and then comes back and just expects to throw her weight around and really gets her ass kind of handed to her in the game of houses by her sister, which I thought was yeah, hilarious. The that game that she's so awesome. good at, she yeah, I know. loses horribly. I loved that dude. Yeah. Her uh, her whole uh, spe- spare me your false penitence. Like you have no idea like what I've had to endure, and you have no idea what kind of power I actually have now. All your stupid little birds—they're my birds now. Like, yeah, I thought that was fucking awesome. Also, I didn't mention this earlier, but I do just want to point out because it is part of the Le- the Moraine story. The shield, and I'm I have to go back and watch this, but the shield that the guard has. When she's talking to him about like, hey, what happened here? Have you seen a redheaded kid? I know that stands out here. Yes. The shield that he has is the same symbol that's on Leandrin's or not Leandrin, uh, Landfear's prison. Really? Yeah. It's like the yang symbol? Uh, I'm almost. Pa- no, because the thing on his shield is a half sun. Yeah, she has her. The seals have like the yin yang, the, the ancient symbol of the ice. Oh, never mind the then. Shields. Or sorry, it looks so similar. Then I mean, yeah. again, I was really far from the TV, so maybe I just couldn't see it. Yeah, the Never seal. Mind, ignore me. 
the seal is the ancient symbol of the Aes Sedai, which is the thing that looks like a yin yang just without the two dots. And it's the male and female halves of the source. Mm-hmm. And it's the, um, they're called separately. The flame of Tarvalin is the, the white one that looks like a flame, um, mm-hmm. that has the, the smaller end at the top of the yeah. yin yang. And the one with the smaller end at the bottom is the, uh, dragon's fang. Right. Yeah. And this is the symbol of, for evil. And you see this all over the place. Like they draw that on in the flashback for Swan in season one. When That's they the have, thing like, on the door. Yeah. Yeah. When they like burn down the hut and they, they leave that sign and the blood in the pool where Nynaeve kills the Trolloc turns into that symbol. Mm-hmm. So you see the, the dragons fang a lot, the evil side of it. But yeah, those, that's the, that's the ancient symbol of the Aes Sedai. Like in the age of legends, that's what they are. Their symbol as a group was, and now it's been kind of like split into these two things. So I think they're different, um, but that's the right. symbol on Lanfear. But well, never mind that, that you talked though. Uh, how she says, "I know red hair gets noticed here because remember the hair is this from the ideal wastes, and they're not supposed to like have seen these people for, or they're like super rare or whatever, right?" Yeah, that's how like uh, the Aiel have red hair, and remember Rand's mom in the flashback from season one yeah has the red hair so uh and rand keeps being accused of being an aiel man and, and even they said this in like episode one or two uh when we see him in the sanitarium and the guy who has like the um like dementia that he's yeah. with like every morning they start again and he's like mm-hmm. they've crossed the the river or whatever yeah Yeah, they reached the gates the aiel are here because he sees rand um which i think is part of why rand's keeping his hair short (laughs) to try i think it is too yeah so he doesn't freak people out and the reason and again i i'm mad that we don't have a map in the intro but the reason that it would be really noticed in karian is that it's one of the furthest east cities like the mountains that they go up to are the mountains that are the barrier between the isle waste and what we call Rand yeah. Land. It's just the continent. Yeah, Rand Land. Rand Land. The Westlands. The Westlands is what it really is. Uh, but uh, it's the that uh, uh, what's it called? Names. And I'm like so tired this week. The dragons uh, something. I don't remember. The mountain range. And that's where that's where he and Celine go up to. So that's why Karian will notice it because they really fought in the forefront of the war. Like most of the war was fought mm-hmm. in Karian. Um, or around Karian. And really the war was with Karian because they had right. pissed off the Aiel. I'm sure we'll get the details on that imminently. I actually, I actually think we'll probably hear the details about the Aiel war like really a lot sooner than later. So we'll probably know that by next week or the week after. So I'll save that one. But um, I can hope so, dude. Oh, I think we will. Um, but it's cool that you clocked that. And and yeah, just Moraine like talking to the the guys at the gate and stuff is just super book accurate. Like there's so many times in the book where they're trying to find each other. And it's like, (laughs) talk to the guy at the gate. Like, have we, are they looking out for our people yet? And like, let's go check (laughs) at the gate. Did they see him like a constantly for so, so I I also like that. He's just like, I fucking, I don't know. The fuck would I know where he went? Like he doesn't say that, but he has this look on his face. Like, why the fuck would I know that? (laughs) I was just like, damn dude, why would anybody know that? I, I thought it was generally cool to establish Moraine as a noble woman. There's been a bunch of references yeah. to this, but now we actually get to see her in that, like, you know, the the palace or wherever they are and get to hear some of the details on that. Um, and let's see, what else do I have on her? She's kind of a bitch to her sister. I mean, she's kind of a bitch this whole season, but like the way she, her sister is like, you've been gone for decades. And then she's like, I have to go. Bye. 
Like, yeah, her sister's like, sit your ass down. Well, because she beat her at the Game of Houses, right? Yeah. Um, and they they sort of twice mentioned this for Maureen because she says it's been decades. You know, we haven't seen you in such a long time. And Alana says on the other side of that, something happened to Maureen 20 years ago. Yeah. And everything changed. Did you pick up on what this is? Did you put that together? Because it's. So I didn't really put it together because I was too busy f- trying to figure out if Alana was actually going to give us more backstory. And then she's like, it's like what happens when water turns into ice. And you wonder how it could ever have been water. And I'm like, I love that fucking like metaphor, but also what happened? What the fuck? So we know what happened from season one. Oh. They're just giving us the some of the external context and the timeline around it. But Swan and Maureen, when they're together in season one in their secret hut in the in the Terangriel that they have. Yeah. Um mention the prophecies of the dragon and that they were there together when some of these prophecies were made and they were the only people to hear them and that that is what set them on their mission to go uh, find they're, they're talking about the the circumstances under which the dragon was born like they're like no but these kids that i found in the two rivers are all the right age they're all yeah. and they and they say well we don't know how accurate the prophecies are and they're like we do because we were there and we heard them and these are not all the prophecies of the dragon to be clear there are a lot of prophecies of the dragon and we will learn about them as we go. But, mm-hmm. but when the dragon was born and where was a prophecy that was made right. Like as Rand was being born basically like during the IL war and, mm-hmm. um, or at the end of the war. Right. And so Moraine and Swan were the only people to know about it. And it's what made her leave the tower to go on this hunt to try to find the boys. And then meanwhile, Swan becomes Armorland. And this is what's, this story is what's laid out in new spring, which is the prequel book. Oh, so you get to okay. see all of this happening. Yeah. But that's what they're referencing. And they do talk about it in the show. So that's, that's what happened to her 20 years ago that changed her so much is that she started this, this quest to find the dragon that she's still on mm-hmm. up to this point. And, Nobody, I think, knows like she is presenting herself as Aes Sedai through all of this. Nobody knows that she's been nobody's. Sedai. Yeah, that she's still. Yeah. Yeah. That took me. Aaron had to remind me of that to be like, oh, yeah, shit. That's why. Well, that's why all of this doesn't make any fucking sense because nobody actually knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Then she has this thing with Loghain where she says, you're going to teach him, which is awesome. And then once you've get t- taught him everything, I'll give you the knife because he wants to kill himself right which we saw in season one because yeah. he lost access to the power and all credit to Aaron. and we do i won't go into it too much because we talk about it a bunch in the dark friend social but that moraine wants the same thing right she just wants to finish her quest out so that she can die because she so she can die out. yeah yeah which is really sad and i didn't like totally clock that and um devastated mm-hmm. absolutely devastated um so there's that uh, so I am going to say like the one thing that's really starting to win, not annoy me, but like <sighs> every time that we saw land this episode, it's, it's the same thing. It's him trying to, it's him just talking to someone else about what happened. It's like, dude, we get it, man. Like you've talked, I've, this is, this is strictly for me, but I feel like this was such a unnecessarily slow burn episode for character development for certain people like yeah alana has to have known that he talked to ivan 
and what's his face? I can never remember the blonde dude's name. Uh, I wrote it down. I, my brain, Maxim. Maxim, yeah. She, like, she has to know he talked to them. So, like, why did it, and maybe this is just her hubris, or, like, she's like, and I said I, and I, I know better than you, or whatever. But, like, I, I get it. Like, I get he's sad. I I understand. Like, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Can we just move on? And then as soon as I get what I want, I'm like, oh, fuck you guys going through his shit. <laughs> so, like, I can't even when I get what I want, I don't get what I want. And I'm just like, God damn it. You guys are the worst kind of people. Fucking oh. A, man. The struggle is like so real. It um, seriously is. I get what you mean, though. It is a, it is a wicked slow burn, and I like what we're getting out of it. With like, we get to see Alana's family, and we get to see some juxtaposition from her and Moraine of like how how different I said I sort of behave in the world. Like, Alana's out there, like connected to her family, and Moraine is like hasn't seen them in twenty Not, years. Right? And, yeah. Like, yeah, and it's it was confusing to me because I didn't pick up at first that like a lot of them don't realize that Moraine is stilled because everything that they're saying to land, like doesn't make sense. If you, yeah. Like, only like, land yeah. knows it. She's like, all he did was like, well, yeah. Cause then Maxim's like, she, she masks my, uh, the bond. uh that my was bond. really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then he also implies that the tower knows about it too. So it's like, why would you do that? Though? Well, like what asks, does the tower know about that? Implying that it would be a bad thing if they did. Yeah, but then Max like shakes his head and he's like, "Yep." They or nods his head. He's like, "Yeah, they know." Does he? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's they're very sneaky sneaky. But it's all I feel you. It was a slow burn episode. I think it's going to be worth it. I think it's going to pay off. Oh, it will. I know it will. I'm just mad. But you're now. right. You're not wrong that it's slow <laughs> burn, especially with the land stuff as much as I enjoyed his new outfit and all of Oh I my god, yeah, like, dude. Lance got drip. Like Lance drip yeah, is a control, dude. It's like, <laughs> like he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. He fits right in. They, yeah. you know, he's doing he's doing <laughs> great. But they're encouraging him to go back to Moraine, and I think it's good. Like we need as much as we can on their yeah. relationship. Like they're the central relationship in a lot of ways in the show right now. So it's it's good. But I also hear you. Like this whole episode felt like just enough setup for everybody. Yeah, it felt like an episode two, which again is like how this functions with Amazon, the way they're doing this. And it's frustrating that we don't get a 10 episode season if episode four is going to feel like episode two. So mm-hmm. I think you're not wrong. And like, I get it. We're halfway through. They have to be like, all right, guys, all the big shit's coming now. Like we're moving this way or whatever. Like you've yeah, got all of this, you know, wherever. Yeah. Like, you know, where everybody is, you know, the problems everyone's facing. Now think, we got to move you all this way. I think in the long term. Even though, trust me, there's going to be a lot of action in this season, and we see it in the in the trailers. Like, it's yeah, all, like there's going to be a lot of action in this season, and with the the length of this series and how much shit there is still to come. I mean, concepts we haven't even been introduced to. They're going to blow your fucking mind. Characters that have not been mentioned who are Hell give yeah. it all. Uh, I think this whole season might in retrospect, feel a little bit slow burning, a little bit set up even though there is going to be a lot of action. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be worth it because we're headed into where things start to really pick up, especially if they condense things a little bit. Like, things are about to get crazy fast. In the books, it's like 
there's like eight books that take place over the course of like two months or something. Like it starts to bear. Like, yeah, Mm. like things start to like really escalate quickly as it goes. So like, I think it might in the long run of the show be like, Oh yeah, that was a lot of getting us where we needed to be Mm -hmm. and getting people ready for what they need to do. And going through the character development that gets you there so that it's not just like snap your fingers and like, wait, what the fuck? Cause these characters will change and grow a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Like they, these guys are going to yeah. be unrecognizable by the end of this show. So like, I, I'm glad that they're taking their time to get us there. Cause like, trust me, that shit's going to get crazy. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Cause I have to keep reminding myself every time the episode ends. And I'm like, this is a 15 book series. Like I can't like nothing. This isn't going to be like over and done soon. Like we're building so much. And I'm like, there has to be like, if for what I think I know, it's probably just like a ripple out of the dam. That's about to crack when this show comes out. Like, or like yeah. when more of the, whatever, you know, but like, like and I it think is a lot of uh, that'll happen next week. Like we're really getting there. We're really like barely, like there's some characters that are being introduced next week that I am like despite how exhausted i am today like how (laughs) how excited i am about it like there's one one in particular we're getting next week that was in the trailer that i'm like shitting myself like she's my favorite i can't wait for her like major characters that are that are about to be revealed so like i'm excited i'm but i hear you it's definitely a slow burn and really the slowest burn is uh matt is, is matt yeah, but let's well, I guess we'll talk about the it, I I don't want to glaze over the poem theft too much. No, I feel like here. I didn't know that he had it. I like they It they show it in the previously. They show him taking it out of Moraine's saddlebag. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. All right. I feel it then. Yeah, I just I Oh, damn it, dude. Like Max getting up after only 10 minutes of meditating and that being exactly what he was doing and then going and telling Alana, like, I, Oh damn it. I was like, I liked you guys so much and you guys are just bad friends. You're pieces of shit. I hate <laughs> <Bad> you. Bad friends. <laughs> You're bad friends. I mean, I'm really curious to see where this goes with them and what yeah. they do. And because we like, do they from- confront Lan about it now or do they have to be like, well, we can't say we know anything. Because then they're like, well, we stole from him and then he'll never trust us. I don't know. I don't know. He might be pragmatic enough to understand why they did that. But it's like, I think it's interesting that we got that conversation with Lan and Ivan when he said, like, what does Alana want? And he said to, you know, see the triumph of the light over the dark. Because remember, the green Aja are the battle Aja. Right. So... That that really is what Alana wants, very in line with what Moraine wants. But Moraine has not told Alana that she's seeking the dragon, right? Right. So, so Alana just knows she's off doing shit. Yeah. So they have a lot to like of communicating that they're not doing, and then now Alana's aware that there's like Forsaken out, and her her level of concern about that spoke volumes. I thought like that was yeah that she was very freaked out so i liked that but i I do wonder whether they'll tell lan i I assume that lan will go back with them to the tower i feel like if they do talk to him about it especially first of all if of anybody who that like could could properly explain the actual seriousness of the poem 
it's going to be Alana or Moraine. And obviously Moraine didn't explain to land. So Alana being like, it's my job to fight these guys. And I just shit my pants when I read this. Like, yeah, we have to go. I feel like that's going to be the thing that lands like, okay, I'm going to go with you then. I hope so. I, I hope that land like gets to the tower, realizes that Nynaeve isn't there. Right. That's the, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I hate not I think, actually, I think that's how it's going to go down. Yeah, like I think they're going to go back to the tower and he's going to be like, what do you mean Nynaeve is missing? And then boom, he's gone. Yeah, I would say so. And I, But I think that I suspect that Alana will be making her way in the same direction. I think we're all mm-hmm. going to be headed. I think everybody's headed that way. Yeah, way out west. Way out west. Yeah, we're going to – I'm so excited to see – like I'm like we did not get any Sean Shen this week, and I would like to see the Sean Shen. Yeah, I would like to see the baby. Um, okay, but yeah, so underdeveloped or 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 slow burn. Slow burn is Matt and Min. Matt, we yeah. barely we see, see Matt him once. Yeah, he yeah. rolls dice and it doesn't go for it doesn't go well for him. And then he's yeah, like, "Man, you can see the future." And she's like, "Fuck you, dude. That's not how it works. I'm gonna go get more beer." Yeah. So. I wish that we got more. I really want more of Matt. I want that to move along more quickly. And I'm like, I love you. You're my favorite. Why are we doing it? Why isn't it just the Matt show? Like, can't it just be Mike Matramkoff in the show? Like, I'm like, I want, and I feel like so unhinged every week that I say this because I know that he hasn't done anything cool yet. And I'm just over here like, no, trust me, Matt's the best character. Ugh, I'm, I'm like, I'm slowly like, I know you say that and I, I know to trust you, but also there's this voice in my head that's like, dude, just fucking give up on Matt. No, like, nothing is happening with Matt. <laughs> like, no, never give up on Matt. Matt is the best character in the Wheel of Time. He does so much cool shit. And he's just, and remember, like, the only thing that we know about Matt right now in terms of, like, why he's cool or, like, that we know from the show means that there's probably more to him is that he's also Taviran. So, of the four Taviran, or did they say that there's, yeah, they say that there's she four. She said there's four, yeah. So, we have Egwene can channel. Rand is the dragon reborn. Perrin is a wolf brother. And Matt is a, is Tavirin. He's sick. He's just sick all the time. He is just being hampered by nonsense. But I'm I'm like, when is your Tavirin going to kick in? Because it's there and everybody else has cool shit happening. That, I think that's my problem. Like we're, we're a season and a half in and Matt's been sick for a whole season. And now he's drunk for this one. Like it's just like, bro, get like the keys in the car and let's fucking go. Well, Matt, Matt's going to be drunk for the rest of the series, but that's okay. Good. <laughs> that's not, it's not know, here nor there. Be cool and drunk. Don't just be drunk and drunk. Like, he will be. He'll be cool and drunk and all of the Taviran plot armor will kick in around all of them. Cause like they, they all will have all their cool shit happening, but I'm just like, Oh my God, sooner than later, please. <laughs> so, but what did you think about Min agreeing to work for Ishamael and the fact that she really is like working for Leandrin? So like, do you feel like Min is a dark friend? Like, what are your thoughts on on her? I think Min is reluctantly helping them. I don't think she's a dark friend because she was genuinely terrified to see Ishamael. Yeah, she was like, she didn't tell me that you were the person showing up right. and like started crying and was like, fuck. And I also think that speaks volumes to just. First of all, I love that that's how Ishamael introduces himself. Every single time. Who are you? Oh, I go by many names. Father yeah. of lies. 
forsaken. And they're like, oh, sick, dude. I just shit my skeleton. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I, I do think. It. I think the the main thing that gives away that Min is not a dark friend is that she's genuinely freaked out that Leandrin didn't tell her that Ashamael was the one coming to see her. Yeah, I I agree. Did not know what she was getting into. Doesn't did doesn't know probably that Leandrin is a dark friend. I don't think she understands that she's working for the dark at all. Right. I think she just thinks she's working. For I think Leandrin. she has an idea now. Uh, well, I think she's, I would be pretty certain now she's yeah. not working with the Forsaken. Like, <laughs> she knows who Ashamael is. They all know, these are like the boogeyman stories the kids grow up hearing about. It's like, be good, yeah. you know. Or Ashamael uh, will get you in your sleep. Yeah, pretty much. I think that, I think who's the one that they say gets you in your sleep, though? I think it's, it is either like Leandrin that they hear about a lot or uh, Semirog will come and you. Take mean Lanfear? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Landfair and Semarag are going to come for you. Yeah, like totally. So she totally knows now that she's working for the dark, but I don't think she did before. And I think it's an interesting, like these like shades of gray things because, because yeah. um, she doesn't think very highly of the Aes Sedai either. It's not like no, she thinks that's that a good guy. She just yeah. doesn't realize that she's a dark friend. So this differentiation between antagonists and bad guys and dark friends and, I'm interested to see how this plays out in all of the factions. Cause just like we saw in the dark friend social, there's bad guys in all the factions, right? We still yeah. have a, um, like, so we saw an I said, I at the dark friend social that maybe was Leandra. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was, um, it could have been anybody, right? Like there's that's, that's what they're opening up for us, right? Is it, it could be anybody, but we see that there's an I said, I, we see Suroth. We know for sure that that's Suroth because she has the yeah. She had the fingers. Yeah. yeah, but we don't know about the rest of the Shanshan. We just know that Suroth and Ishamael are working together, but we don't know what that means for the rest of their group. We don't really know anything about their group right now or their their like nation. And we know that there was a Shinar in there, and we don't know who. So those are like the reveals that we have so far from Dark Front Social. But like, there's bad guys in every group, and it doesn't make them all dark friends even if they're like horrible people so there's lots of these sort of weird shades of like very dark gray i guess that are permeating throughout but i did like that stuff with min and aaron pointed out that those are her aunts i didn't catch that on my my watch initially yeah that's kind of what i figured it's like how she was raised was being forced to do these viewings these fortune telling Um, things yeah and she hates it and she says it's a curse and she wants to get rid of it and ishamayel can do that for her, which is something that the eyes that I can't do is, is at least what he's telling her. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and he, he does it for her. He's like, open your eyes. Like they're gone. But the other thing that I like about that is it also doesn't immediately tell you whether or not Ishamayel is the one that made that nightmare happen. Or if it was just like, Hey, you're awake. Cause like, were they dreaming the whole time? Cause she's sitting at the table but we know that those women weren't there. So was that she whole interaction a dream? She goes up to meet him because she tells the innkeeper, like, let me know when this guy's here to meet me. No, I know. But him. like right. <clears throat> the whole the whole sequence is her sleeping in the bed. Her aunts wake her up and they force her down into this chair where she like sees all these images of people. And then she closes her eyes. And the very next thing, nothing. The scene doesn't change. It's just her sitting there. And then he goes quiet. And then Ashamiel's like, open your eyes. I can show he you that it's quieter in here. Memory. It's a memory. It is something that would have happened, but he makes her see it. Right. That's what I mean. So like, was she asleep and she, and the Shamiel met her in her dream or did like, 
she forget that she had been sitting at the table with him. Well, dreams have meaning, Moraine says, right? Yeah. So that's I just think that's really cool. Perrin and, and Elias talk about dreams as well. Yeah. In this one. So just clocking that. <laughs> it's a good question as to whether it is a good they question. Met. Were they was it somehow part of her dream? Were they was he actually there? Because we know she was waiting for someone to actually be there. Yeah. Or was it in the dream? That's a great question. Um, yeah. Damn, actually, yeah. That's actually a really good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God, Aaron, we didn't clock that. <laughs> uh, See, I'm picking up on shit. That's interesting. I have, to, I have to rewatch with that in mind. I have to rewatch this whole episode with a few things in mind because there's, yeah. there's a couple things that kind of I missed. And I, I think this show is going to be incredibly rewatchable. I agree. Um, let's talk about Rand. Let's insists- talk about Rand. He says with such fervor, I haven't gone mad. Yeah. <laughs> and I before we even get into him, I just wanna I just wanna say I will be asking over the over the many coming years of us doing this, um mm-hmm. I'll ask you many times, do you think that Rand has gone mad from using the power? Because it's it's like a, a, a in the books. It, like different people have different interpretations as to whether he's gone mad or not. And I am very excited to get your like regular feedback about this question. <laughs> Cause it's an open question for a long time. I don't think he is now. I think he's just like, I think a lot of it is a byproduct of him trying to suppress it. I don't think he's like insane or anything like that, especially cause he's like just started doing it. Like that, that would be ridiculous if he channels like three times accidentally. And it's like, I need to be in an asylum. He's immediately insane. Yeah. yeah. I did really just enjoy him. Like that. He immediately is saying that when, when he channels and we'll back up, we'll back up to all of this, but when mm. he channels and, and kills that fade, it's fucking so sick. Yeah. Uh, that you know the first Celine's like, did you channel? Did you channel? And he's like, I'm not mad. I haven't gone mad. I haven't gone mad. And he's like, so, like freaking out, insisting this. And I'm like, oh, Rand, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Like immediately throwing that out there of him saying, I have not gone mad, and I just appreciated that. Yeah. I was like, that's that's familiar to me. <laughs> like Rand's <laughs> insistence that he's fine forever. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's back it up. So Rand. Rand is feeling very bummed. He doesn't want anyone around him. He feels really dangerous. Yeah. He did burn down the shack. Mm-hmm. Um, and Celine is like, come with me into the, the Kinslayer's dagger. Now I remember mm-hmm. what the name of the mountain is. Um, yeah. She says it uh, when she's like, my family has a cabin up there. I couldn't remember it earlier. I was saying the dragon something, but I think the dragon's backbone is a, a different um, part of that mountain range, but the Kinslayer's daggers where they are in Carrion. Mm-hmm. So, um, or fucking whatever the name of that mountain range is. I'm sorry, book readers. I don't remember it. I don't have a map in front of me. Unbelievable. Oh, wait, I do have a map in front of me. Hang on. Let me just fix all of this. Oh, wait, but I do. <laughs> oh, you know what I think? I'm thinking of the spine of the world. I'm sorry, guys. I'm such an asshole. Oh my God. I <laughs> thought you were thinking of the spine from, uh, Aragon, and then I was like, no, she's never read that. No, I haven't. Um, but no, the Kinslayer's Dagger are the mountains around Carrion. So anyway, doing great. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, she takes him up there, and she's like, no, come, it's fine. Like, you don't have to be sad. Like, let's go be buddies, and we'll go mm-hmm. hang out in the mountains. And then yep. 
and then the fade attacks. How sick was this? Oh, this was awesome. I love, first of all, I want you guys to know that this show did a very good job of making me second guess my initial thought and thinking that this wasn't Lanfear. Yeah, Celine's a good actress, right? Yeah, um, her freaking out and her reaction to land or to Rand channeling. Um, also, no, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, I that was sick as fuck, dude. Like it's, I think it's awesome that it shows how powerful Rand is with zero training, and he dealt with something that's been causing just about every other character serious problems. Mm-hmm. He just deals with. It. Yeah, the fate is like no big deal for Rand. Yeah. basically. He's like, oh, sick, dude. I also like how he's just out here, like, his control of the power is kind of iffy. Like, he's just out here burning things down. Like, Rand is like, his his power is, like, really destructive in a way that we haven't seen from the Aes Sedai. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, definitely. They've been more like suppression and, like, healing. That's why I think Nynaeve's abilities are really cool, too, because she's just like... Like blow shit up every time she's around something. Yeah, whenever she's able to channel. Well, yeah, yeah, that needs to end. Actually, it's an interesting parallel, and it's um, uh, (laughs) 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 that needs to end. Yeah, I'm just I'm over it. Like, bro, you've got the power. (laughs) Just fucking use it. Like, grow the fuck up. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It is an interesting parallel between the two of them, though, and parallels between Rand and Nynaeve are always interesting, and Mm. that they both are kind of like just big explosions of power because neither of them has really been trained yet. For Nynaeve, that's because she's kind of, she can't get it up quite, right, to like be trained and practice. And and Egwene, sorry, and Rand, you know, he needs to be trained by Loghain, it sounds like, is what Moraine mm. wants him to do, right? So somebody has to show him what to do. But I think they talk about it in season one that, like, a woman can't train a man, can't. No, and that I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about it, but I think Moraine is going to break Loghain out. Mm. Because now she's – they have to go get Loghain. She's got Rand now. She's like, okay, well, I've got 50%. I oh, have to go get – next stop Loghain and then – Yeah, they have to go out. get Loghain and get him out. Yeah. Okay, so that would be really interesting. I like that take because that would take them into Karian. Yeah. Um, where she could create that, like issues for her sister now. Well, and Matt and Min headed to Karian, right? Because yeah. I, I imagine, because Ishamayal tells Min, take take Matt to Karian, yeah. which she says she'll do in exchange for him breaking her curse so she doesn't have these visions. Uh, and I am guessing that Ishamayal's plan is to send them to Lanfear. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if everybody kind of runs into each other if we have a confluence of characters in Karian and then we know that we're going to have Supergirls and Perrin and that crew are all going to be in Thalm. Thalm. Yeah. yeah. On opposite ends, as far apart from each other as you can get on the continent. Those are the mm-hmm. east and west coast um, of of the Westlands. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting too. Well, there's no, it's not an East Coast. It's up against the mountains. It's again, the mountains. The yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so the Isle Waste is east of Karian. But, um, <laughs> but all the same, the borders. So I wonder if we'll have like two groups and then where, if anywhere, everybody comes together or if they don't all come together this season. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So then the, the fade looked good. Again, the practical mm-hmm. effects are awesome. The fades look so fucking scary. Yeah. They look awesome, dude. Celine looking super shocked, and then 
and then doing this like it's so manipulative the way that she's really surprised and it puts Rand on the back foot and he's all defensive and I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah, Like I have to get out of here. Like I don't want to hurt anybody. I love, and she's like, are you saying that you love me? And I'm like, Oh, Rand loves the bad guy. Uh Oh, and the bad guy loves Rand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then she's like tying him to the bed and then, and then the Moraine comes and slaughters her. Were you out of your seat? What was your reaction? How come I didn't get a live react to this from you? So you didn't get a live react because you were asleep. Um, Yeah. You Um, know I like to wake up to that stuff. No, I know. I know. And I should have done that. But I I didn't see. Okay. So my initial thought was like, I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, oh, my God, she's going to bond ran to her. I didn't think she was going to kill him. I was like, holy shit, dude. She's going to like link him and then he can't escape her or like she's going to take his power. She's going to like torture him or I don't fucking know what. Um, Well, we don't want to bond against people's wills. She says that to uh, she says that to Lan as a threat in the last episode. She was like, go with Alana or I'll hand your bond to her by force. No, no. I thought Lanfear was going to. Bind her. Bind oh, you thought Lanfear was going to do? Yeah. I thought you meant Moraine. No, well, no, 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 no. That's an interesting question. Because um, I don't think she was going to kill him. I think that's too simple for her. With how much they've built up, how terrifying she is, I think that's too simple for her to just be like, "Well, I'm going to kill you now." Especially because she just went through this whole rigmarole of tricking him to go back inside or whatever. She could have killed him at any time. Hmm. I do also like that the final shot is from Rand's perspective when we don't get to see her weave, but we see that she is doing it. Is that how you interpreted that? Because I had questions on how I'm not. I don't know what the answer is. Aaron and oh, I yeah. did a bunch last night of what. Yeah, because exactly. she's got this like weird aura around her, and then when right before the sword comes through her chest, you can. It kind of looks like extreme heat, like waves of heat coming off of her. But you can see her hands are like forming weaves. And Rand's like, mm-hmm. "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is from fucking Kyle. Or, Kyle. This is from <laughs> this is from Rand's perspective. We can't because that's why when they were about to have sex the first time, and we see the weave coming off Rand, she doesn't react because you they can't see each other's weaves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was um, like, "Oh, right. That's why she's also like, what the fuck did you just do?'" That is so interesting that maybe she was about to bond him. Yeah, that's a fascinating take. I have only spoilery things to say to that. Yes, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm like, I got nothing for you to invite. I'm like, hmm. Like. So the one thing that I saw in your notes that I didn't notice was whatever's going on with her eyes. All I saw was she blinks, and that's how we know she's totally still alive. Yeah, she blinks, and then there's these like black dots that go across her irises. Oh, that's like, fucking sick. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Do please go back and watch that. Um, because it made me very happy. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Heron were like, squee. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, lots of cool concepts and things that are like popping up now that are making me so happy. And there's just so much more of it to come. Like there's just, there is so much 
for the show yet to give us. And I'm, I'm so excited about it. And it's really fun and like wild doing two episodes on it and being on both of them and kind of like, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. This is, there's just, there's so much season one was like, there was less that made me like do what I'm doing right now. Just sort of like waffle and be like, Oh my fucking God, I don't even know how to begin to dissect that question without giving you like unrelated spoilers almost. You know what I mean? Like going yeah. on a totally different, like it's, it's something entirely else. Like actually Aaron <laughs> and I were, you can edit this out, but Aaron and I were laughing last night about uh, in the, our first main episode when you were like, was the Shamayel like out already? Like how did he already get out or what? Or like, how was he already there before mm. the seal was broken? And Aaron was like, I heard you like not know how to even begin with that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I like, would, what would you say? She's like, ah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know like how to even think about beginning to respond to that. Like, <laughs> That's an interesting take. Yeah. It just, it didn't, I don't think it would be that simple for her, especially with like the way that Alana reacted to the poem and then being like, dude, not only is a forsaken out, but the forsaken is out. Like that's the way they imply it is like, Mm -hmm. she is the fucking big, which kind of the only, I don't even know how to word this. Like, the only thing I can think is that Alana doesn't know Ashamael is out. Otherwise, she would be like, Lanfear who? Ashamael's out. Fucking let's go deal with that and shit our pants about that. But then for her to be like, Lanfear's out, holy fuck, we're screwed. Like, if Ashamael is as powerful as he is, like, Lanfear has to be that, like, just less than that for them to still be afraid Especially because, again, Lana doesn't know that Ashamael is out. No, presumably she does not know that. And I would tend to agree if she knew about Ashamael, she would probably be... I don't think it would make her any less concerned about Lanfear. No, I don't think it would make her less concerned. But another level of concern. Yeah. As it should for all of us. But what I will say that is something I really like about the Wheel of Time and... um, I guess. All right, cut this. Mm. I want to say this to you, but cut it because I think it's a little like because, you know, forsaken stuff. And I don't want to have that. Yeah, that's fine. Like, it's not spoilery to you, but I think it's overall spoilery. But what I love about the Wheel of Time is that, like. It's not just how powerful they are that factors into how concerned you would be about them. Like, I wouldn't even say, like that Lanfear is necessarily like more or less powerful than Shamael. Men are always more powerful, which yeah. is kind of like a weird thing about the, the way the magic structure works. So like a Shamael is more powerful than Leandrin or sorry, than, than uh, Lanfear. But Lanfear. a lot of the time it's not their level of power. It's like, what is their thing that they specialize in being crazy about? Because like there are, it's like the circumstances that you put yeah. them in. They really different personalities. So it's like, there are circumstances under which I would take Lanfear over like any of the other ones. And there are circumstances where she's definitely the scariest and like the, her current circumstances where she's the scariest, like what's happening right now. Like she's top level, like fuck that. But if it was like somebody you were in line to be like tortured for information or something, I would take Lanfear any 
fucking day if it avoided Samurag. Like I, or, or Masana or Grendel. Actually, holy shit. Like, so it depends on what you're talking about. It depends on like, like, what are we dealing with? Like, are we just fighting? Um, Are you going to, am I, have I been kidnapped by you? Or like, (laughs) there's different levels to where I would be concerned about the poor sake. Anyway, you can cut all that out. Um, Okay. I think that's about all we have. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> relatively, relatively short. Um, mm-hmm. The Dark Friend Social will be a lot longer. That might actually be the funny, like, inverse for this year. Yeah. <laughs> because Eric and I are, like, going to town on the Dark Friend Social. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a No Book Spoilers episode with Scott and I and with another Dark Friend Social with Aaron and I for full book spoilers. We'll have the Dark Friend Social for episode four coming soon, probably after this, but not by much. So I imagine mm-hmm. we'll try to get this one out as soon as we can. Um, and then I'll work on getting the other one out. But yeah, this is awesome. I'm so happy we're in the Wheel of Time. <laughs> Take us yeah. out of here. I will. <sighs> as always, guys, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We hope that you enjoyed yourselves and you know, you were right there with me in my vindication of being right about just about everything I said last week. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week and the next couple of weeks as we continue our exciting adventure through the wheel of time. Uh, and be sure to subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts, as well as follow us on all of our social media. You can find the links for our sites and our social media in the episode descriptions. If you would like to support the podcast, not only will we love you forever, but we do encourage you to follow us on Patreon, where you can find our show notes for each episode. Make sure to check out our website for the timeline goodies that we've got prepared for you, including the request the timeline. Let us know what you'd like to see, and we'll make it happen. But until next time, gang, stay nerdy. <laughs>